Welcome back to episode 105 of the Draft FC podcast. Welcome back to the Draft FC podcast, a podcast dedicated to all things Draft FPL. My name is Mitch and I'm your host for another Game Week preview going over waiver options, hidden gems and general Premier League chat ahead of Game Week 18. Now I'm prepping and recording this before the conclusion of Game Week 17 and so far my theory on form has been proven completely wrong with pretty much all teams carrying on from where they left off over a month ago. The only team that really managed to make the most of a fresh start was Wolves with an injury time winner over fellow strugglers Everton. I said in the last pod that I thought Leicester-Newcastle would be a tight game, but it was anything but, and Newcastle have now won six Premier League games on the bounce. While in the late game yesterday, Arsenal extended their lead at the top of the Premier League with a nice, stylish 3-1 comeback against London rivals West Ham. So I'm recording this episode on Tuesday the 27th of December, so any team news, injury developments or press conference info are up to date as of then, and of course subjects change. Some of the players I'll be discussing in this episode include Said Banarama, Pierre-Emile Hoiberg and Bobby Decordover-Reed. So let's get into it. So quick run through Wave Watch. The main players brought in last week were Mikalenko, Leon Bailey, Luke Shaw, Kiefer Moore, Somerville and Miggy Amaron. And the players making way were Diego Costa, Romero, Sinistera, Varane, Gomez and Ben Chilwell. Let's have a look at the fixtures then, starting with uh, Newcastle who continue to impress. They've got Leeds at home next, Arsenal away, Fulham at home, Palace away, West Ham at home and then Bournemouth away. So you'd fancy Newcastle to get points off pretty much everyone at the moment. Uh, They've got players in good goal scoring form and then the meanest defence in the Premier League with just 11 conceded for the season and eight clean sheets, which is also the highest so far, twice as many as the likes of Spurs and Liverpool. Speaking of Liverpool, they've got a very nice upcoming run. The only tough game coming up is Chelsea at home in game week 21. Otherwise, it looks pretty good up to March. Players will be gradually returning from injury over that time. And it also sounds like Gakpo is set to sign once the transfer window opens next week. So it all looks set for a mid-season charge up the table for the Reds in what could be one of the fiercest top four races we've seen. West Ham have quite a nice run of games coming up with Brentford, Leeds, Wolves and Everton, but you may want to swerve them until you can see them put any sort of form together. United have got a nice pairing upcoming, Wolves away and Bournemouth at home. Two good games on paper for United, though reverting back to either Maguire or Lindelof won't fill fans with confidence. I think they'll have a lot to offer at the other end though, and Man United attackers are going to prove hot property over the rest of the season. I don't doubt the positive impact that Cristiano Ronaldo leaving will have on the group. Now, Southampton have got a nice run. Fulham away, Forest at home, Everton away, Villa, Brentford and Wolves. Plenty of players available. But just the one clean sheet so far this season against Bournemouth doesn't fill you with confidence when picking up a defender. And with just 14 goals scored all season, there's not a lot going on at the other end uh, either. And it's no surprise that they're in last place. Now, if you've seen any evidence to suggest an imminent turnaround in form, then fill your boots. Personally, I will be staying away. Very small mention to Bournemouth here, who were in good goal-scoring form before the World Cup. They welcome Crystal Palace at home this upcoming game week. Palace, who had Mitchell and Tomkins sent off, meaning it's not going to be the back four we're used to seeing, with either Klein or Ward probably going to have to go and cover at left-back. So it could be a nice little opportunity to bring a Bournemouth attacker in. 
And I alluded to this on the last game week, but worth highlighting now some of the teams that have got double game weeks on the horizon. Fulham have Southampton at home this week and then have a double of Leicester away, Chelsea at home. This is probably the pick of the bunch when it comes to the doubles. Um, I think the time is probably now to bring in some Fulham players. There will certainly be a defender or two sat in the waiver pile. And you need to look at it as Southampton, then Leicester, plus a bonus game at home against rivals Chelsea, in which you should be aiming for a point or two, and anything else would be a bonus. So obviously Chelsea, who they face, also have a double. They've got Forest away this week, and then have a double of City at home, Fulham away. The other game that's been added in recently is Spurs against City in game week 20, which gives both of them a double in that game week. City have Everton at home next week, Chelsea away, and then have a double of Man United away, Spurs at home. And I think as double game weeks go for Manchester City, that's going to be about as tough as it gets. On the flip side, Spurs have Villa at home next week, then Palace away, followed by an equally tough double game week of Arsenal at home, Man City away. So for Spurs, again, probably couldn't draw up a harder double game week on paper. So let's get into the main picks. And this is going to be a reasonably short uh, run through due to the tight festive turnaround. But let's go through a few names. going to start with the Newcastle defence in general. Trippier is far and away the leader as we approach the halfway point, but really any of the regular Newcastle starters should be off the board with the likes of Shah, Byrne and Botman also in the top 10 overall defenders um, for FPL points scored. Byrne and Botman's ownership in eight team leagues is less than 20%. Uh, Shah's slightly higher, close to 50%, and then the ownership shoots up as the league sizes get bigger, but if any of those are available, they need to be taken. Ben Rama for West Ham, his ownership is up around 76% for eight team leagues and actually uh, decreases in some of the larger leagues, which is probably a reflection of lots of teams keeping him from draft day. Seems to be as assured of a starting spot as he's been in his time at West Ham, but with results still not going their way, I wonder if Moyes is already eyeing up a change in system or personnel. And given their history, it wouldn't surprise me to see Ben Rama making way. Still, if he carries on like he has, he's the most desirable West Ham asset at the moment with three goals in his last five games and on pens as well, is always a nice bonus. Next is Hoiberg, and I sort of have to mention him at this point, um, as he joins Ben Tanker on four league goals this season, ownership around 22% in eight-team leagues. His fourth goal puts him ahead of Hungmin Son, who's just got three. And if Spurs are intent on giving every team a one or two goal head start, they'll need the likes of Hoiberg to carry on chipping in, as the likes of Son, Kulisewski and Richarlison have either not been reliable starters all finishers so far this year to help out Harry Kane. Into hidden gems, I'm going to highlight some of the Fulham defenders and goalkeeper. Leno's ownership in eight team leagues is around 9%. And then the likes of Ream, Robinson and Diop, their ownership in eight team leagues is all less than 1%. So almost certainly at least one of those will be available for the next couple of weeks in which they have, as I said, three fixtures. The more exciting pick though is Bobby over reed um, his ownership in eight-team leagues is around 1%. Now, I mentioned him in passing on the last pod when discussing Andreas Pereira. And of course, it was Reed who then went and got himself nine points to put himself just behind Mitrovic uh, and Andreas in terms of FPL points for Fulham. The fixtures speak of themselves and Reed would be pretty assured to start every game. A small nod to uh, Billing for Bournemouth just because of that game against Palace at home. Um, so possibly a one-week punt if you fancy 
Somerville for Leeds understandably hasn't seen a massive surge in ownership with the injury flag and the fixture against City this week, but 2% ownership in eight-team leagues is still far too low for somebody potentially as explosive as he is. And finally, Kiefer Moore, incredibly, four goals for the season so far makes him a top 10 striker as it stands in the golden boot race, and that's only having played half the minutes. He's ahead of the likes of Watkins, Havertz, DCL, Antonio, Vardy and numerous others for uh, goals scored and all of those who would have gone a lot higher on your draft boards. As mentioned with Billing, even if you're just looking at him as a one-week punt, if he is available in the waiver pile, there may not be any better options at the moment. The most hidden gem pick this week was pretty hard, which is a reflection that the 16-team leagues really do get things moving when it comes to picking players off the waiver pile. The only player really who's got any chance of starting a game um, with a chance at some points next week is Nathaniel Klein, which completely goes against everything I said with the Bournemouth shout, but there really wasn't a lot else to go for. Not really advocating for him, and I might as well have just skipped this section this week. So that's it for this episode. As I said, short and sweet due to the turnaround. The deadline is at 6.15 in the evening UK time on Thursday the 29th of December. Game Week 18 then kicks off on Friday at 7.45 in the evening with West Ham against Brentford. Just note there is no gap between Game Weeks 18 and 19. Um, game Week 18 concludes on the 1st of Jan and Game Week 19 then kicks off the following day. If you haven't already, make sure you head over to draftfc.co.uk to check out the new site we've built and sign up for access to the personal dashboard, which gives you stats and graphs for your team and league that you won't be able to find anywhere else. You also get full access to the global dashboard, which lets you have access to the stats that I mention in these podcasts. And you can see who the main players are that are getting wavered in and out each week. On there, you'll also find the global ranking feature, which lets you see how your league currently stacks up against all the other draft leagues in the world. Also, if you're on Twitter, make sure you're giving us a follow at draft underscore FC. Um, You'll be able to keep up to date with all of the new things as they come on there. And it's also the easiest place to get hold of us should you want to message us. Our DMs are always open. Finally, if you're a fan of the podcast and you haven't already, make sure that you're subscribed on whichever platform you're listening to so that you'll be notified as soon as the new ones drop. So that's it for this episode. Best of luck ahead of Game Week 18. Hope you all had a lovely Christmas, and I'll be back with you for the Game Week 19 preview around New Year. And if I don't get that out to you before the 1st of January, I hope all of you listeners have a happy and prosperous New Year. But until then, stay shook. Sure.